All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I hate to break the fishing news up here, Chuck, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations. You're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for like an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Listen. Yeah, I don't even know how to start Listen, one. Yeah, you go. We, I'll, I'll, I'll make a speech. Rudy-esque speech. Everybody's in a bad mood. I drove over here. Every radio station's DJs are pretend Oilers fans saying things like, oh, if you're still upset. Fuck you, people. We're very upset. No Listen. cap. Listen. Remember that show, Lost? Mm-hmm. I watched that show religiously. All the seasons. When everybody else hated Lost because it made no sense, I bought in. I kept with it. We got to the end of the Lost. It's the finale. They're going to wrap it up. My life is going to make sense. Watched the episode of Lost. made no sense. And the show was over. You knew you were never going to get any answers. It was so disappointing. This is not that. All our favorites are coming back next season. The German. The little tiny guy with the Japanese name. Ah, whatever cares the other one the canadian guy with all the accolades they're all coming back the one goalie that let got pulled three times in one series he'll be back smarter i'm pretty sure we hired hurley too if you want to ask for some lost updates what did f- hire hurley what the fuck was that finale about <laughs> you gotta ask i've watched him. it several no, times he's not here but you gotta ask doesn't him. matter he won't have the answers we need anyways <laughs> It is a very, very difficult pill to swallow. I didn't sit down the entire second period. I was fretting. Oh, the Oilers sat down. all And walking around in circles and wondering what the heck was happening. They just didn't have the final... 
They had no fight. Yeah. They had no fight. The second period has been a Achilles heel for us for now. Yeah. Most of the playoffs. After a good start. After again. a great start. Yeah. Great oh. start. That backbreaker to start the game and then they came back so fast. Shit. Our, like my, my, my mood after the first periods in most of this playoff have been just like, I'm on a high. You know, you're, you're feeling good about the start. Yeah. And the second period just absolutely drains you. And you're looking at the score of four to two going into the third and you're thinking... Doable. But the Oilers are also shelling the Golden Knights for sure. They are. Tons yeah. of shots. Two Aiden to Hills, one, baby. Aiden Hill standing on his absolute head. You know, all-time playoff performance in a clinching game. Like, that was a fantastic... For a young what guy do you to do that, he just played unbelievable. All-time performance, what's that mean? No, I'm just saying, like, oh. you, if you look back at, at, at young guys put in that position, that has to be up there in one of the best games. He was so dominant down low that he was blocking everything, and we just kept trying to force it to the front of the net low. And he was a rock. He was solid as a rock. And so you go, you know, second, third period, and you're like, all I ask is that you come out in this period with urgency. This is 20 minutes for the rest of this, like for the rest of your life, 20 minutes. That's all you got. And five minutes go by in the third period, and I had no question that, we were, not, we were not getting it done yeah. because of just the, there was no urgency. There was no selling out. It was just, it was like they thought they were controlling a lead. That's what it felt like. They got some looks, but it was just, yeah, you're right. They didn't seem dangerous. Or they didn't seem like dangerous. They had the puck for a lot of the period, but it wasn't like a, Oh, they were making three. a lot of plays. Like I thought, there's lots of shots, yeah, lots of shots directed and, on net. And maybe I'm just viewing it with too much of like the hindsight glasses because you know if that Kane chance goes in, we're probably like, holy shit! And Connor Ekholm, hit a post. Connor hit a post. If Ekholm has that one, Connor yeah. had one where he brings it to the yep. far side and it sits in the crease. And like they had a few of those, so maybe it's just more disappointment in the second period, and I'm misremembering the third a bit because of it. But man, it's just. <laughs> After last year, right, you take this big, big step forward. You go to the yeah. conference finals, yeah. and you're like, the the window's open, right? This is the beginning of something really good. And then to just have a step back this year. Like, at least if they would have gone to the conference finals again, it would have been like, ah! Well, they were only two wins short. I know. And they but, won more in the regular season. I know. But it, it, at least if they would have gone back to the conference finals, right, it would have been like, damn, we're right there again. Yeah. And now it's, it's just a step backwards. And now I just sit here with like more questions than I had a year ago. This one hurts too, because the way the last two games played out where the Oilers had a lead after 20 minutes. Yeah. And then, like you said, Chalmers, the second period, just complete collapses in both games. The Oilers could have wrapped up the series last night, had our luck obviously gone a different way, but just the way to end out, they fizzled out. It wasn't yes. like agreed fizzle. That's, that's what is a real bummer to me is that, Ended the season on a hot streak. Nine in a row. Hottest team in the NHL. Mm -hmm. Make it through the LA Kings. Tough series going into a matchup that I thought was favorable against Vegas. But there were some people talking about a gentleman's sweep. Hey, Vegas played well. I mean, Vegas played really, really well. Nope. It's just the others fizzled out. Like you said, Aiden Hill stood on his head the other end. And I'm not fucking blaming Stu for the loss, but no. they didn't get the matching. No, but those are, those are, people are going to wake up this morning and you're going to feel a certain way. And it's not a good way, but you're going to have these questions. And I mean, there's a lot of questions. Why did we pull the number one goalie three times? Well, now let's think about the season, season, though, that Skinner's in the series. He's a Calder nominee. 
he down the stretch was on fire, and we were remarking how sixty games into his NHL career, he's a bona fide starter. Yeah, he is the reason the Oilers made the playoffs. There's no doubt. So for us to sit here and be like, "Oh man, Skinner didn't do enough." No, like Skinner and, and, and emerged that, out of the mess. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm no, no, still no, I'm, I'm just, still pro Skinner, and and we said it on the pregame show. We were talking to Frank Saravalli. We, we we said you know like we all kind of agreed. Frank maybe thought Campbell should start. We all said you. Stick with the guy that got you here, and it didn't work. And that you can look back at that, and you can be upset about it. But the fact is, is like he's there's still our goaltenders. You know, like but like Campbell and, to me isn't giving me championship vibes. Or Skinner is a gamer; he wants to go. Campbell in his post game interviews looks shaky and shaken. Yeah, he, like, he wants to go, but he clearly like Skinner couldn't. And during the regular season, the most he played was six games in a row, and then he would get a rest. Maybe asking him to play twelve straight games was dumb. Yeah, maybe it should have been you know when the series was when you were down one nothing. Maybe you should have just said, "Playing, we're playing Jack next game." Stu, you need three days off, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and maybe that's just, or maybe it's just again a young goalie who has to learn some tough lessons. Like again, we talked about how the team took a step back in the playoffs, and like, what if you just put goalies on shifts, and every five minutes you swapped them out, <laughs> and then you're only putting half the K on the odometer. Yeah, you got two guys. They're swapping. They can share one water bottle. It's not that gross. Mm -mm. For me, like, there's a long list of guys who underwhelmed me and underperformed. Vander Kane, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Zach Hyman, Cody Cece. Stuart Skinner's on that list, but he's the one I'm least disappointed in, least angry with. Wow. Like, if Vander Kane, Zach Hyman, it's like, how could you not have done more for I us? I thought Kane played well last night. The thing, there's a couple of massive differences. Last year, in aggregate, Kane, Hyman, Nugent, Hopkins, the trio had 30 goals between them last year in the playoff run. This year, they had seven. Ah. That is obviously... What's bigger, 30 or seven? Well, depends. Metric, you know. <laughs> yeah. Period. So last year. Yep. But, like, I'm not mad at Stu. No. No. But an 883 through the well, course of the playoffs, you're not going to go anywhere. A seven... That. 95 after the second period what? compared to a 929 on the other end. Let me quote mil. yourself to yourself, Bag Milk. You said if Koskinen didn't put these numbers up, we would have ran him out of town. In, and it's just, it's a, we're talking about a rookie that got the others to the playoffs, so nobody's hanging anything on Steve. Our like, power play was higher than the per se percentage showers. You're <laughs> not going to go anywhere Think with 883 that. with your start. I know, and and around the water cooler this morning, you guys, pe people will probably want to talk about the refs because that's an easy thing to do. Uh, did we deserve a couple power plays? I think we did. Um, Handful. I, I know that those those there was two where they were too many men. They were not too many men. They just were not. You, if, if you like, from my vantage point, I'm sitting right across from it. I see this. People are yelling. They never ever had too many men. Although. It, the perception could be there, right? So we didn't deserve those. Look, Chalmers, there's the, a lot the Matias, of reasons that home could be bleeding. The Matias at home one. His face just bleeds. Just, Some people just bleed. That is undeniable. Nothing happened to him. He bled on his own accord. He just started bleeding. Can't happens help. all the time. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just like, it's disappointing. You, you know, the thing I think that's the most disappointing for me is that this show, the, the Oilers Nation pregame, it was like, in my view, it was catching a lot of momentum. It was very, it was, it was fun. The momentum was high. People were, you know, everybody's yeah. coming out to these watch parties. You know, you got the diehard nation listeners that are always showing up and always seeing them at games and stuff. But a, 
I think a lot of new people were were gravitating towards this and younger fans and the Moss Pit and and just for it to end like that is it's disappointing. But the one thing I'll say is I've been at the top of the top, be it eleven years old when we won our last Stanley Cup. And you were I've partying seen, in the country club I was with the cup, partying in the hammered country on scotch with the puck, and, or with the cup. And I've seen the lowest of the low, and like they hurt, man. They always hurt. But this is what it's all about. You just, I said to my friends this morning, we we have a wordle chat, and there, it's my my week to pick the word for the week. We all use the same starting word. My starting word this morning, loser. Wow, because I'm a loser. And you know why I'm a loser? Is because I'm going to put my faith in this team every year. Good I'm probably you. disappointed. No. And what makes me a bigger loser is no. I'm going to do it all over again next year, yeah. but just with a little more expectation next year, just to make it hurt that much more. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> it's like it's like what you know. But that's what being that's what being a fan of a sports team is. It's, you you're going to have more, more like oh. this because I would rather go through this playoff like. Me and my wife at the game last night. I get to go to a game with a friend. You know, like I see you guys there. I see, I saw Bearded Brad yesterday. It's just like, I wouldn't trade that in for anything. This sucks right now, but like, this is why we do it. And the fact of the matter is, is on Thursday, when we come to do this podcast, it's going, it's going to feel different. And that sucks because I've been having a really good time. We don't want to to talk about. No, man. Listen, Chalmers, listen to me. I remember one time coming in to see you and we were playing poker and you're sitting at the table. We're going to play poker in our buddy's garage. And they traded for Eric Cole. Do you remember when this happened? (laughs) I don't remember. I come around the corner. I'm ready to party. I'm like, I've convinced myself. I'm the same guy now. We just didn't have a podcast for Oilers Nation. So I convinced myself the Oilers are going to be in great shape. And I was sitting next to you, and I sat down, and I went, Eric Cole! And he just looked at me, and he went, he's not going to do anything, man. And I was like, no, he will. For, he, he's amazing. He's playing care. He's terrible, man. And I remember <laughs> all the... Like, I, I like, didn't mean to suck no, no, the no. energy out. This is not that. <laughs> no. no. This is not that. We've got so many weapons. We don't need Eric Cole to do anything. Like, the show will begin anew. And they will pick it up again. Does Connor have the determination to continue clipping along at this level of output? Yes. Is Leon now in the great pantheon of amazing people? Yes. Will you start again? Yes. They're going to heal up? Yes. Will it be a better team in the fall? We're not in cap hell. So last night I did not. I was just not in the mood for... I like press conferences. I like after the game. I like on Twitter, win or lose. I like just, you know decompressing from it, win or loss. And last night, I just didn't have, I, just not in the mood. But I did see one thing, and I was really, game, eh? I, was, I was really happy with what Leon said after the game because you finish, you, you watch Giannis Antetokounmpo say, it's not a failure. Right, it's yeah. not a wasted year. And you're going, I get where you're going with this, but I can't believe that's actually how you feel. Yet Leon they says the exact same thing an honest moment that we're all thinking it absolutely was a wasted year. It feels like a he wasted said that? year. Yeah, Leon he did. did. Leon he said did. it's a wasted yeah. year. Yeah. Mm, but it but, is because you, you look around it the league, is. right? It's like, hey, there's one winner. Everybody else losers. Yeah. And, and you have three of your best, play- your three best players have career years and you go out in the second round. I don't, I love this team. I love them. But this is a wasted year. Damn it. And it sucks. And the, and the worst part about it is it's a long road to where we felt yesterday morning yeah. from right now. 
Mm. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. But it's just like it's like it's like it's like a party, you know. You go there, you have a great time. Yep. It's three o'clock in the morning. Time to go, and it's time to go home. <laughs> and you're gonna wake up tomorrow morning, and you're gonna feel like shit. Start drinking hey, again. There's gonna be another party. Damn right. Okay. I kind of like it's that. It's kind of like <laughs> you, you you mourn the death of a year and then we'll be right back on the sauce in a little bit. Well, like, yeah. And I mean, I did this whole thing last year too where like the season ends and you sit there and you go, God, so now we got to get to September and October and we're going to do our predictions, talk about how good they are. American Thanksgiving will roll around. I'll come in here screaming they're going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> but right now it's hard to like envision like being excited for regular season hockey. Imagine again. being a player. How do they yeah. do it? This is why they go to Cabo and like decompress. Yeah, I got to go yeah. to Cabo. Got to go to Cabo. <laughs> but God. right like it's it's hard to envision like okay, I'm going to be excited for regular season cuz it's just like fuck now this team like I need them to prove it to me in the playoffs next year. It's like, like you're in prison and you're on the block and you wake up and your celly's dead. They're going to get you a new celly. They're just going to drag that guy out of here. They're going to bring a new... I've been watching a lot of prison documentaries. On yeah. You always watch a lot of prison. It's you cool. and Mike Fugelberg watch yes. a lot of prison documentaries. I feel like I would know what to do. The one thing... I, I ran into two people today that wanted to talk. Once again, not in the mood. But they both asked us the same question. Are you still going to watch the playoffs? And I was like... No. I love hockey, man. And am I going to sit down and, and be there for a puck drop? Probably not, but am I going to tune in and put it on the TV and really care about who wins? Yeah, I mean, I still care. Give a fuck. I still care about hockey. Do I, have a, do I have a horse now? No. Am I going to take care of my garden more? Yeah, probably. Oh, I can't wait to mow my lawn. Am I going to maybe hit the driving range and go golfing a few more times now? Yeah. Because it feels like all we've been doing is watching, talking hockey. What about you, That's Tyler? Are you watching? I know. It's beautiful. And I love it. And I'm, I'm just sad for it to go. And I'm trying to think of yeah. things that are going to make me happy now. I'm very much looking forward to checking out. Like, May oh, yeah. weekend's coming up. I'm going camping now. Like, fuck everybody else's play. Yeah, you like got to find things that are going to make you happy, man. <laughs> I, I'll probably check out for the conference finals, if I'm being honest. Like, I'll watch the highlights, or they do, like, the condensed games. I'll watch that. But I'm not sitting down for a puck drop. I will in the cup final, because, like, I love the sport. I love the drama. Yeah. I think there'll be an interesting story on either side. So, like, I'll watch the cup final. I'm going to get but... really into pickleball. I don't even really like the NHL as a whole. I only like the Oilers. <laughs> I saw pickleball, fair, but For real. spike ball as well, like combined. See, we you need play. some activities, John. Slam ball. Dude, we should go do that. Yeah, hundred percent. Now I'm getting fired up. I want to go golfing. We should do a real life tea time. We should do. So that's we got to go back to um, disc golf. We got to do that again. I do feel we? like we left a lot on the table there. It was our first time. You know, we all kind of sucked windy. except for Tyler. The videographer quit his job. Because of that. He filmed it, and it was so terrible, he quit. And it never came out. And I was like, where'd that video go of you guys going playing Frisbee golf? You're like, the guy took it with him. Yeah. The other side. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sad day. Life goes on. Young Oiler fans, you're going to get, you're going to want to, like, give up. Like, there's a lot of people that just... Fairweathers give up. Don't yeah. give up because it feels so much better when it finally happens. Yeah. Is that 11 year old you talking? As he drank out of the cup? No, but with but, a cigar and Mark Messier having him on his shoulders? After the cup run in 06, there was a time probably between 08 and, 0, and or in 2012 where I was not that invested. I remember those days. Yeah. And it was, and I just, I was like, fuck this. This is just not worth it. Um, it's good to have you back. Now your heart's broken like the rest of us. Yeah. We, I, I had Sean Bell on uh, Oilers Nation every day. He's after good. After every game. He's really good. And it was funny and like kind of heartwarming today to have him come in and he's like bummed out. And like I mean, this guy that played for the team and he was like, man, this is like the first time I can remember 
caring. Yeah. He was like, he was like, I watched the game last night. He's like, and I was like a fan. I was cheering and I was nervous and they lost and I was sad. And he was like, what a feeling. And, and were like, you yeah. like, well, Sean, you're bad luck. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Belzy, you're gone, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. I need you to be professional, bud. But, you know, and these playoff runs, you're right. They're fair weather fans that'll come and go. But every playoff run, I think, also brings in, you know, if you take 100 fair weather fans, eight of them stick and are like diehards. And I saw a guy on Jasper Ave wearing a McDavid jersey 20 minutes ago. I said, you know what? That's a either... A man who's certifiably insane. Or he hasn't been home yet. Oh, yeah, walk of shame, maybe. Or <laughs> yeah. a hell of an Oilers fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The experience from the game last night, boys, was it like, like, it was, was yours the same as mine? Just on the edge of your seat, first period, electric in the building, obviously two so goals louder. in the first minute. Yeah. Crazy. What did you guys think when you heard the starting lineup announced? In what respect? Well, they started Fogle, Ryan, and McLeod, yeah, and I'm the, just the night started their fourth line. Okay, okay, but Everybody why got not to hear their name on the scoreboard? <laughs> right, I was a little thrown off. I was like, okay, this is an early message from Woody, right? Say this line's been pretty good last couple games. Maybe they go out and they set the tempo, which they absolutely did not. But then the big guns come out, they get it right back. First period felt awesome, vibes were high in there, but. It was I you the tension in that building at the end of the second into the third and then yeah. for the whole third was just something I hadn't felt in a long the time. The first goal. So it's like, let's go. Everybody's going wild and like the chants are on yeah. and they scored and it was literally like they took a I don't I, I don't know if Oilers fans got the memo. That was one hell of an anthem. Minimal cheering between each verse. It was electric. (laughs) (laughs) I got goosebumps. It was awesome. It was funny for me, like how my BPP changed as the night. Mine too. Always constant. Solid two. But first period, celebratory BPP. Second period. Nervous. Nervous. Sad. Third period. Fucking angry. I had, I had, uh, my BP was also two. Got to the seats every single time. Two Ryan Cokes in hand. First period, done by the end of the period. Second period, I'm walking out with with one. Just finishing it up before I go get my next two. Third period, I left the game with a full one. It was just, I just, for like, I just was too tense, too on the edge of my seat. He got it in a to-go bag. Hey, what'd you do with yeah, it? I just poured it in his I pocket. Drank it. Well, we, oh. went and, we went and mingled for, we stayed, we stuck around. I mean, it's, regardless of how the feeling ends, mm-hmm. that place is it? Were you in that fancy home builder lounge? No, no, no. no. I Where was. Where do you stick uh, around? Where do you stay? Well, I went up to meet some friends. So at the main concourse in, bars? No, we went up to the suite. <gasps> uh, and, Whoa! And just looking down at the ice, I mean, it's like, it's like this is. You, you just got to reflect on it, man. This is like the best place on earth for for us. It's so great. But who had a sweet Harry point. Styles? Who you know? <laughs> no. What you know? No. Who, you, who it'd be? Who it is? Ended. Motherfuck. Tyler and I got up, down the stairs, and out like that. We yeah. were gone. Yeah, and I and and if if there wasn't a comfortable place to hang, we probably would have too. We were definitely sticking around to salute the Oilers after the handshake. You know, you got to show them, show them your appreciation. Um, and we would probably be on a raid after that too. But going up and just reflect, just looking down at the ice and being like, man, like you can have some of the best times of your life in here, and this is not one of You're them. You're very reflective today. Yeah, I, that's yeah. all you can do. 
Like it's really all you can do because I just feel dead and sad. The 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 stress was high. People were arguing in the stands. Um, like it 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 was not a fun way to to be experiencing it. So I don't want to walk into a paint store or the Home Depot and just be pissed off. So you got to reflect so that you can be a genuinely nice member of society still <laughs> after a huge what? I mean what else disappoints you in a year like this nothing Eric so Cole think perhaps. about it you get fired from your job is about whatever is one nope <laughs> you can't fire you. me I had a your victim, wife leaves you I had a victim I mean from the those building. are like pretty devastating get things get fired wife and kids leave Oilers <laughs> eliminated by Vegas yep that'd be a pretty at shitty home, year no. at home hit by a car obviously those things you are very devastating. I don't want to get hit by But when it comes to things you do game. to yourself, oh. things that you actively put this much pressure on yourself to like and to love and to invest in. I went home and did it. I wanted to do nothing involving the Oilers. So I sat outside in a lawn chair, <laughs> drank a beer, and, and listened to 36 Chambers by the Wu-Tang. Oh, wow. Wu-Tang. <laughs> wow. Uh, we all have shit. our process. Wow. Uh, we all have fuck. our process. I was upset. Still am. Um, it hurts. Society will bounce back. They think Tom Cruise and Shakira might be an item. They met at the Grand Prix. Ooh, Shakira, well, Shakira. Come on. Hip, there's things lie. to smile about. Mm. Shit. Hockey. John Re- Morant can't get off Instagram live. Rihanna named her kid Rizza, for God's <laughs> sakes. That's yeah. got to crack a smile. Like, to, be, to be fair with John Morant. Oh. He... <laughs> That gun could have flown in through the window. He caught it, saving he didn't the know life that of the driver. Dude was going to turn the camera right at that very moment. He Bro, was holding just up stop the gun. carrying guns. <laughs> you make two hundred million dollars. We love to dance with guns. I get it. He I'm just, a huge fan. He forgot of to tell his guns. buddy, "Don't turn the camera on me while I'm holding." Ultimately, a gun. the I'm thing that to... most upset me about last night's loss is that I was really looking forward to jumping on Oilers Nation after dark with, with a gun. Yeah, man. You know, I'm starting to think that that twenty minute court ordered anti gun training they put. John Moran through. I'm starting to think it didn't work. Oh. I'm starting to think it didn't work and that didn't cure the problem. That is shocking. <laughs> shocking. Thought for sure 20 minutes would make you hate not want to carry in a gun interview, anymore. That's not what I'm about. Mm. It is Guns? what he's about. Yeah, no, I he lied about what he's about. And yeah, double Caesars at the Oilers game isn't what bagged milk's about either. Nope. Yeah. Son of a gun. They always draw him back in. Dang it. You're just hanging out the window with a gun going down 118th, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Oh, he's got a gun. 20 minute, 20 minute double Caesar rehabilitation. Yeah, I was going to do a B-cast last night. I, had, I was strapped up, ready to fire some off into the night sky. You but. should get a gun for B-cast. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. ever done a desk pop? <laughs> probably oh, one of my favorite scenes in any movie. Oh, well, it's nice. Good we can laugh. Yep. Gotta laugh. Good we can laugh. Uh, now the hockey season is done, so our attention <laughs> shifts to summer vacation. Our friends at AMA Travel can help you out. If you're looking to plan something, go to amatravel.ca slash dreams. You fill out a little survey, and then they just give you like eight trips that they've fully planned, and you just click which one you want. That's innovation right there. That is innovation. Uh, shout out to our friends at AMA Travel. Um, yeah, I mean, summertime. You said it. Golfing. Golfing. I was not I kidding. I am when... really weirdly, and I mentioned this a little earlier, but into gardening right now. Yeah. That, I, what are you growing? Like tomatoes, peppers, cucumbers, carrots, peas. Made a little trellis with my son. Saw that on Insta. Peas. Saw that. Quite I the mean, man. it's just a good time. I don't know what's gotten over me. Maybe it's just that, like, life can be stressful, and this is not. It's very the complete opposite. Yeah. I find myself just like staring at them after I water them being like, 
You're my baby. And then, and then having to remember, oh, they're not just going to like grow in front of your face. You can go do something else. <laughs> like, I wasn't kidding. Like I am actually very excited to get home and mow my lawn. It's yeah. I love it. It's just throwing my headphones, mow my lawn. I sit there, pad of paper. I draw out things I want to do landscaping wise in my backyard. I'm like, okay, if I put something there and I don't, if I corner that off. And, oh, it's I can just hear the this best. podcast aging. <laughs> yeah. We used to be from the streets. <laughs> yeah. I don't sound I used like to a ride in a car with Jamarant with my gas and I have to listen to this. <laughs> Shit. I'm looking uh, for stuff to pull up my gun. Yeah. Oh, can you share? I don't know if you want to my tell toe us. story. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll do I it. I told this I'll at do my it family quickly. dinner yesterday. I'm going to say that just topped off with the cherry on the ca- cherry on top of the Oilers losing. This has not been a great weekend. <laughs> on Friday afternoon, I went out to a cabin to meet some people and I stubbed my toe oh, on a no. big timber. Oh, no. And it <laughs> continued to hurt. I didn't think much of it. I looked down, and I see what I believe to be a sliver, a big sliver, lodged in right above my nail. Oh, my God. It is the nail. So I have that thing. If any of you have this thing where you now know that something's in your body, you must get it out. So I grab the exacto oh, knife. I grab the live? tweezers, and I start going to town oh, for an hour. Wait, wait, wait. I an soak hour. my foot. Over time, it took an hour. I soaked my foot. I'm searching how to do this. I'm trying to pull it out. It's not coming out. It really, really hurts. And I, re- I, I resign my fact that I'm not going to be able to get this out. So I call my family doctor. I drive into town. I go meet him. He says, we got to send you for an x-ray. And I'm like, can you just put the tweezers on it and give it a good pull? I'll f- and he goes out to town at it for about two minutes. And I am dying. But he can't get it out. So he goes, you got to go to emergency. They've got to freeze your toe. That's the only way they're going to get it out. It's lodged in between like bone and, and, oh. and cartilage. So I say, well, there's no other game. I will do it tomorrow. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You're Lord. a warrior. So this I watched. <laughs> this is Friday night. So I watched the Oilers game. I wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and I head to the Misericordia Hospital where I sit for four and a half hours before being called in. I get <laughs> called in. They say we must take an x-ray. But before we go do the x-ray, let's freeze your foot so that the freezing will kick in. We then can pull the sliver out. Two giant needles, both sides. I can feel them. They go in like a half an inch each side. I hate needles. I am dying. So we go for the x-ray. I come back. Hour later, she comes in. She says, so are you sure you have a sliver in there? Because we can't see a sliver on the x-ray. And I said, well, what is that? The brown thing at the top? She goes, well, your toe is really broken, and we believe it to be an open compound fracture, and that was the bone. Oh! <laughs> I was spent- digging at the bone! Oh, you spent- oh, no! You spent two days trying to pull your bone out of your foot. You can't oh, pull the bone Lord. out of the bone. <laughs> so so I say, so bad. Oh, my so I say to them, I say, okay, so what do we got to do? She says, well, we're going to get you on an we're IV you to the antibiotics like stat so that it doesn't get infected and we're going to get an orthopedic surgeon in here. And I'm like, okay, like another needle. She had just given me a tetanus shot. That's three needles now. And I am super afraid of needles. And I'm like, okay, so one more needle. Like, are you kidding me? I've been here for seven hours now and an orthopedic surgeon and I can't get released. So anyways, I say, just give me, I said, nope, not today. (laughs) Just give me antibiotics orally. I'll take them for a week. And they go, okay, fine. The orthopedic surgeon comes in and wants to give me like an air boot for a toe up to my like shin. What do you think I said? You to barely him? even have a bandaid on this. I thing. have one little bandaid on there with a pair of sandals. I say not today. <laughs> so I'm on antibiotics now. It does not hurt, which is like crazy. 
But I can't believe you're digging around in your toes. Oh, no, bone. don't say it again. This reminds me when Mama June from Honey oh, Boo Boo got so the sugar foot. Remember yeah, sugar yeah, foot? Of course, yep. What yep. sugar foot? I don't know. Mama June had like a weird injury yeah, she, to her foot. Yeah, it was like rotting. You could smell it. Having yeah, and there was like flies and shit. Yeah, sugar foot. No, so my foot, my toe. It's like it's so. Just update. I clean it. I bandage it. I'm on antibiotics. It's super clean. It does not hurt. It feels fine. It doesn't even hurt to touch. Like, is it's, your toe gonna grow out all weird? No, they said literally in a week you come back. If it's, we'll take another X-ray, and if it's closed up and you don't show signs of any type of infection, you're fine. And. They said usually you would know in a couple days, and I feel great. Were so, you greased when you stubbed that? No, thing? not at all. It was like 11 in the afternoon. Just walking I have stubbed my toe quite a bit. Oh. I wear sandals a lot, and this was not during work. So don't give me this. You can't work in sandals type Occupational thing. Occupational health and safety. I, I've probably broke my toe upwards of like five or six times. <laughs> this is one of the wildest stories so, I've ever heard. Yeah. Listening to that again, knowing the end of it almost made it worse. Because the whole time I, I'm like, oh, I know the punchline. Like, it sucks. It's so gross. Oh, man. Rooting around in there to pull out the, the splinter. God, this splinter. It feels like it's attached to me. Oh, no, it wouldn't budge. It was, yeah, it's, yeah, no it's really stupid. So don't be a self-doctor, I think, is the moral of this story. Mm -hmm. Just yep. go see yep. somebody. Yep. Seven and a half hours in the uh, emergency room That's will uh, put way. you in some kind of mood, though. Yeah. You see any craziness in there? Uh, oh, yeah. Like what? Like a guy multiple times falling off of his chair because he was pretty messed up. Just falling down people and like yard sailing chairs. Uh, people coming <laughs> in and like, you know, they will suffer in silence. Mm, some people though do not do that. They're hurt. They are letting everybody. It's just an awful place. One yeah. time, Chalmers, I went to the hospital and there was a family member that had to go and get <laughs> shit done. And everyone's sitting there in the in the uh, room and like, what's going to happen? You know, that type of thing. What's going to happen? <gasps> you know, the wolf family, the family of people from like Ecuador or Chile, I think. And yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah. Covered in hair. God yeah. bless them. They came through here one time and stayed. So there's like a bunch of these folks live in Edmonton now. And we were in the hospital. We're in the waiting room. And everyone's like, "What's going to happen?" And the wolf family came in. One of them had a wolf injury, and they just sat there. And it was the strangest thing I could imagine sitting there with the wolf family, and they were tending to their cub. And then, then we were there doing the same thing. And I was like, <laughs> "What is going on in here?" Yeah, it's a crazy place. It is a crazy. I thought felt like I'd fallen into another dimension. Mm -hmm. All I can see were wolf people. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, we got to step aside and take a quick ad break and just digest some of that. Wolf people. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. All right. You never heard of those guys, Charles? I have heard of them. Okay. Got to give a new sponsor joining us for the summer months here. The Wolf People? No, sadly not the Wolf People. We talked about AMA travel, road trips, all of that. How about the number one road wolf trip? (laughs) The number one road trip snack, (laughs) Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Delish. If you haven't had it. It can't be beat. If you ever want to see a product that lives up to the hype, I dare you to go eat some of this shit. Trent brought some in, what was that, two weeks ago? Just put it on the table and like vultures we attack. And I stole a bunch of it and like brought wolves. it home. <laughs> it's delicious. Yeah. So good. It's so good. It's so good. They have the same recipe, Trent told me. His grandpa thought it up because he found some crazy recipe. They bought this smoker. They've replaced it with the same giant smoker, I think, again. Nothing changes. He's like, I guarantee you that is the same exact thing my grandpa put out. They have one flavor. Yeah, no, only one. And it is served fresh. But then they also now they like they have the jerky. Then they do like the, the garlic sausages. Yeah, the but there sausage isn't like pepperonis. different jerky flavors. No, it's, it's just delicious. Jerky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leduc, Leduc Spruce Grove. You can also go to uh, WillHawkBeefJerky.com. They also have a little kiosk in West, West Edmonton, Edmonton Mall. Mall. Yep, that's your spot. That Try it. Spot. Let us know if you liked it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you will. Yeah, hundred percent. I wish I had some right now. That's so good to know. You don't have to like. Go all the way to Leduc to get yeah, it now. It's in, it's you can just go to the West. I went to their office at one time, Chalmers, and I didn't know like the legend. And I sat there and I was waiting. For, and like the amount of people that went into that Leduc store. Oh yeah, they're they like, oh, I drove jerky. twenty minutes, and then away they go. Oh, like, yeah. there's a they reason. move jerky. Yep, they move units. Also, uh, me and you went to the game together last night, BM. Yes, and we did our best to try and manifest a victory. Mm-hmm. I know Jay. Jay is hurting big time today. I am as well. But the old Betway accounts are a little slim. Yep, not doing great. Got over 33 and a half shots, though, so we, we saved ourselves a bit well, there. Well, I got a Band-Aid on Chalmers' toe wound. That's mm-hmm. what that one is. Mm-hmm. I went puck line Chalmers. I went money line. I went Connor and Leon both to score. Those are my big plays. Yeah, I went puck line, and second period over did not happen. Second period over happened. Yeah. But I still owe you 25 bucks. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see that money. <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. Uh, what do we think of Steve Steos as our next GM? I hear that this is happening. Oh, yeah, it is. What? Frank says, like, he was on the DFO rundown today, and he's like, it's not, like, official official. Yeah. But he said the, his language is the Oilers are going to be very proactive and protective of Steve Steos. And then you hear other reports that he's, like, top of the list for other GM jobs. What I so heard was. So where does, like, I know he was GM and junior and all that, yeah. but, like, mm-hmm. where's this come up happened? Because when I think of Steve Steos, I think a rim it around the boards. You get it, you ascend to these roles. You don't like you get knighted. Suddenly you you are and before you weren't. But I heard that Uncle Ken wants to boot. He's done at the end of next year. Yeah, he's got one year left and he does there was never like a question of like, oh, will he sign another deal to keep being GM no. here? It's always been like, 
this is it. So I don't even think he wanted to sign the deal. He signed to be the GM here. But they gave him five million bucks a year, and he was like, exactly. So they're it's the transition that they're worried about. Is it? Yeah, it's like okay. So why would you? wait for one more year and then hire someone who maybe you won't like as much well, as you like. Steve Dale's Dales. only arrived last year. Yeah. Right? So he's going through the transition process behind the scenes. Yep. I get. There's and ceremonies. There's knives. Do we like swords. this? Yes. Steve Dales is the shit. Well, he's really cool. On one hand, I'm like a little bit like, are we just gifting the job to a former oiler for no reason? But then you look around the league and like it worked for LA and you know, Calgary's contemplating hiring Craig Conroy. Granted, he's been there for like a decade. There's a lot of old people in ops jobs. that will tell him what to do. Rod Brindamore got gifted the Canes coaching job and he does great. And he's cool. St. Louis and Montreal. Same thing. I think it's fine. I'm willing to go into it with an open mind, but I already hate see where there's fans. He was never the C was he? No, no, he was a, no, he was a captain of Atlanta. What if he only rewards players who are like him? Mm. Eight by eight. Vinny DeHarnay extension. Yes. These guys are important. Well, if you're the GM of the Oilers, I would suggest you look at their lineup that we have, which is pretty fucking good. Don't fuck with I actually think it could be a really good thing for the Oilers just to get, like, a bit of a fright. I think Ken Holland's built a largely good roster. I think he did a lot of good jobs this, on deals this year where people yeah. were shitting on him as being an yeah. idiot. And, like, and I know Clint they, Costin, very yeah. good. Ekholm? Very good. Better than, better than EK65, which was my yeah. solution. You said it was good. So I, I think like Holland is built like a largely good roster. McDavid and Dreisaitl will give you this great starting point. I actually think like a unique or fresh perspective of Steos coming in could actually be good for them. The momentum of the Oilers is only in my mind making yeah. it a more attractive place to play year after year yeah, after yeah. year. Totally. Right? They're not burning their goodwill with the league at large, right? It wasn't a Cinderella team that yeah. fell to shambles and they can't replace anybody. Mm-hmm. So Steos doesn't exactly have to come in and like fix any huge problems or some shit. Mm-hmm. But he's cool. We used to call him Macedonian Steve because his parents are from Macedonia. All right. We did. If that doesn't make you GM. What does? Steady Steve. Steady Steve. Wow, well, Macedonian Steve. I was just trying to think of what it was. We called him Macedonian Steve. Hmm. Are you wearing your underwear? What's going on there? Man, no. wearing my shorts. Chalmers the same is shorts as I was the other day. People on the wearing live show, yeah, thought Chalmers what? was just doing the show naked. <laughs> naked? Naked. Hey. Just in his boxers. All right. Cowboy Chris gets crazy. I can't believe you wore a cowboy hat to the game. You're committed to the bit. I love it. I it's my playoff thing, man. I love it. You gotta get a nation. My wife likes it. She doesn't care. And you need to nationify that hat. I could. It should. I tried with one of those oily stickers, but it just kind yeah. of no, no, no. get a patch on there. Glue. Yeah. It has to be like Or like a metal buckle. Oh yeah. Oh, a metal nation buckle. Or a human tooth. Whoa. That'd be pretty good. That'd be yeah, gangster. No, so what's I, that uh, tooth about? I uh I like wearing the cowboy hat to games. It's very Albertan. It's very... I've always liked wearing cowboy hats. I don't know why. It's cool, man. My uh, my parents saw you at the game. I was talking to them after. Yeah, thanks. That's awesome. Because and that's the other thing. It's kind of noticeable. In the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and my mom was like, I'd be so mad if I had to sit behind him. And I said, no. The first thing he does when he sits down is he makes sure the people behind him are okay. Yeah, yeah. And I do take it off for quite a bit yeah. uh, of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I definitely ask the people behind drinks. me if it's bugging them. But... In those seats, the way that Rogers is, is it does not affect you. No. Like it's it, you're. I'm so much lower than the person above me and the row behind me, so uh, it doesn't bug him. But I got a I got a picture from Alan Kramer uh, who sent me the Vegas Knights celebrating. I don't know. I think goal four, <laughs> and I'm right behind on the Twitter on their Instagram really? message. Yeah, like me and Aaron just sitting there, and I'm just like, God, let's damn. see that. I'll show it to you. It's, That's funny. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's you got to have some for the playoffs. 
dressing up for the playoffs. There was a, a lady in all silver there. Yep. Did you see her painted yeah, she's up? she's at a ton of games. I saw another guy in a cowboy hat with some flair, 10 pieces of flair on it. I saw a guy dressed exactly as a police officer. Yeah. You can't do it for playoffs. It might have been a police officer. He even oh. had a gun like John Moran. He's weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> John Moran, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> get ready to play. Get ready to it's learn Chinese, switch, buddy. So you have to go back. Oh. Holy hell, Doyle Brenson's dead. Oh, boy. Uh, so oh, yeah, yeah. look, so, you're all mad. Post that. That's great. Well, I will. I just, he just you're on a podcast me. that is perpetually in need of content. For fuck's sakes. And that's why I like the momentum we had. <laughs> now it's like brick fucking wall. <coughs> well, I don't want to. Let's, let's just say, look, there's things to look forward to. Like what? I don't know. Evan Bouchard's <laughs> extension. <laughs> the sweet release of death. No? Too no. much? I'm going to pull my bike out of the shed and go for a nice pedal tonight. Elderly 50 Cent is coming to town. That's something to look forward to. I straight up really want to do that. Old 50 Cent. Oh. I ain't going to that shit. I got the Nickelback concert in June. Nice. Oh, it is really. Old 50. Do you though? Yeah. I don't know, man, because I went to New Kids on the Block, (laughs) Backstreet Boys, NKOTBSB, as Mm -hmm. we called it. It diminished their legacy. Let me just put it that way. It didn't diminish their wallet, though. No, but as a fan of both bands, it was nice to see them in the state they're in. Kevin oh, Richardson, the band purist. But Kevin Richardson looked like a crypt keeper. I want to go see Old 50. I want to go see Old Wu-Tang. I want to see Nas. I want to get my calendar full. I don't know. I kind of want to see Machine Gun Kelly. No But he way. can't get into Canada. That guy's a goof. Oh, my God. Name two good songs. I don't want to see. I couldn't name okay. you a single one. Me neither. Machine Gun Kelly is an industry plant. Okay. Yes. And the Megan Fox thing is another industry plant. And why every time those two got together and held hands was that top news industry plant. I love the clip of Ben Affleck being so annoyed with Jennifer Lopez. Their marriage. Jennifer is- Lopez <laughs> closing the car door. Did you see it? Did you see the one? Oh, that God. It's so funny. took the next day of them in a light and he's yelling at her and she's yelling at him and shit. <laughs> like it is not going well. Or are they a real couple? They're just a real couple, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Listen, they are not a real couple. We're fighting. Good Lord. I just wanted two more weeks of interesting hockey to talk about. I would have been so fine. People are going to get all over me for this. I would have been so fine if they lost in game six of the conference finals. I would have been like, fuck, another good run. Whatever. It's June, baby. John Moran is a gat. Yeah. But like fucking second That's round. All I've got to look forward to is the next live video with John Morant on a gun. Yeah, I have his notifications on. I don't want to miss any of that <laughs> shit. What do you <laughs> think they Lord. say to John Morant? What do you think the first team who contacts him? The coach, president, GM, owner, commissioner David Stern, Probably his nope. agent to be like, Are you what does shitting he say? me, John? What does he say? Really? He says again. And what does Jaw say? You're taking money out of both of our pockets, you idiot. What does Jaw say? Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he turned the camera? They're still mad about that? It was oh, a fake gun. Oh, you mean I wasn't supposed to have? Oh, yeah. I thought you just meant in clubs. He yeah. looks so happy, too, dancing with it. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to dance with the gun. It's it's the best feeling. A okay, good gun so, dance. Oh, my God. Yeah. I use a rifle, though. It I reminds have, me I of, uh, I'm watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia for the first time. Mm. and On Frank, what? On Disney+. Plus. Oh, yeah, and Frank Reynolds just once to every few episodes, like he'll just have a gun like tucked into his pants, yeah. into his like jean shorts. Fuck, it's funny, just like John Morant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This uh. picture of uh, Ben Affleck with the door thing is excellent, by the way, Chalmers. It's great. Is it memeable? 
Oh, he's just so you annoyed. May, with I can meme anything, but he's yeah, just, you he opened the door for it. And he just gives anyway. that door the extra little <clears throat> freight at the end, you know, just that. I just <laughs> this is well, I'm over her. This is annoying. Yeah. Uh, you see the one they're in the club and they have lip readers and she's saying you're not allowed to drink any booze and he's like I'm not drinking and she drinks his drink tastes booze and he's like Jen it's funny <laughs> I'm not drinking you can see they're like have subtitles he's like I'm not drinking she's like mm-hmm. and then she takes a sip of it and finds booze and he's like that's funny I was Batman yeah it is gonna be nice to not am I legally allowed to tell my story from yesterday what is it I told you when you oh, got here yeah, uh, yeah why not I'll be yeah, quick I with think it. So. I don't know. I had to call 911 for the first time oh, in my life. Oh, yeah. What's that all about? I was just driving, and there was some crazy dude on the road. In the nation truck. Very inconspicuous. In the nation truck, yeah. Like, <laughs> Did that make this happen? No. no. Okay, go on. This guy definitely didn't know like who I was or whatever. This guy claimed I cut him off. He was in a little Dodge Challenger, started screaming at me. Did you cut him off? No. I. It was a double turning lane, Yeah. and I was in the like right-hand outside lane. He was on the left inside one, and he tried to turn into my lane oh. and then swerve back into his, so he was trying to like double turn, and I was just driving. Okay, go on. So he starts screaming at me, whatever, I'm driving, and we keep going. Go like maybe 800 meters, and I'm like, shit, he's still like speeding up and like pulling up next to me, going behind me. So we got to a light, and I this probably wasn't the safest thing to do, but I was in the left-hand lane. The light's red. We're by a business park. So I just like cut across the three lanes yeah. and turned into the business park, and he stayed with me. Uh-oh. So I drove through the business park. He's still on me, screaming at me. I can see him waving his hands behind what? me. And this guy's best described as very scary. Yeah, he looked No real other way to say it. It he wasn't, just, yeah. How do you look? Not like? somebody you mess his with. His teeth were all mangled. He was smoking a dart. Like, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I get to another set yeah. of lights. I drive through the whole business park. Shit. I'll tell you where I was after. I turned right at these lights, and now I'm going down like 127th. Still going. This guy's on me, on me. Get to a red light, and I can't go anywhere. So this guy now pulls up right next to me, window down, and I'm like, he's screaming me to get out of my truck, get out of my truck, get out of my truck. So I'm not get out of your truck. And at this point now, like once I turned right and he stayed with me, I was like, I got to call. I think I have to call 911. Like I've never done it before, but like this seems like a fitting moment to do this. So I call them and like I'm on the line with them and this guy's screaming at me and like I'm rattled. Put them on the phone with him, eh? Well, yeah, my heart's going like a million miles an hour. And this guy's screaming at me. I'm like, can this light please turn green? I need to start Is driving. He out again. of his car? No, no, no. He's just yelling at me, and I'm mouthing to him like I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to diffuse it. He's not buying it, so I keep going, keep going. Get to the next set of lights. Take a quick right hand turn. He's on me. We're now going down a road where it's like three lanes, like one going each way, then a shared middle lane. He's going in and out of this shared drive middle to lane. a police station would have been my move. Well, yeah, that's what I wanted to do, but I'm like thinking, I'm like I don't know where one's yeah. close. I'm on the line with the nine one one, and they're what like, are they saying? They're like, what's his license plate? Like, where are you? I don't know my street. Could you get his license plate? No, because he only stayed behind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know my roads that well in Edmonton. Yeah, so, yeah. like, they're like, where are you? I'm trying to, like, see what this guy's doing, see what road I'm on. I'm telling them, I ended up doing this whole loop. And I'll explain it to you off. We ended up back at the original intersection. How long did this take to go on? So, it was, like, six minutes of driving with what this guy just fuck? on me the whole time. And then, finally, I was able to, like cut around a vehicle kind of so if you saw me in the nation truck driving erratically with a little Sunday car morning, behind him yelling yeah, we were not racing <laughs> we were not having fun i ended up cutting just on the like the curb lane shoulder by a car dealership i zipped back onto st albert trail and this Damn. dude stayed there and the 911 operator was like are you safe and i was like well he's staying at the light and he's not behind me anymore and they were like okay like we'll like send out a note about like this vehicle and like hope you're okay and i was like okay thank you 
People got to chill out when they're driving, man. Good job, you, Ranjack. You kept her cool. <laughs> yeah. Barely. Well, he, came, he came in here and you could tell he was just buzzing right before oh, the pregame show. Like, he's yeah. like vibrating. He's like, I don't know. This just happened, man. I'm like, yeah, that shit will shake you. Yeah. You Get know? Out of me. Now I'm on the lookout for this guy. Yeah. And now you're thinking about all the things. You're like, I wish I would have done this. Not really. Not really. I was actually <laughs> really scared of him. Yeah. Like, if it, uh, yeah. Anyways. That the fact was, that he had the presence of mind to keep a dart going throughout. Yeah, and one point, first pass. He was like waving his phone like when he was behind me, and I was like, I like, what does that mean? It was scary. Want you to shit. follow him back on Insta? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe he was saying, "Hey, you're M. Chuck. What a great pregame show you're about to go do. Hey, oh, you're late. You're late. Hurry. Hey, I saw your note at seven a.m. about the pregame I'll show. I'll follow you yeah. to work. Yeah, saw my hard post. No, he was What's like, it's thirty like a- minutes till the show, and you haven't sent out a reminder yet. <laughs> <laughs> and like a very clearly like company marked vehicle, there was a party that's like. How insane is this yeah, dude? Crazy. Like, I don't know. I was scared, but I'm not anymore. Good. Yep. So that was my Sunday. Chalmers, <laughs> you know what you need is Chalmers a gun. Spent, Chalmers spent half the weekend trying to pull bone out of his foot. <laughs> you think, you think that guy would have disrespected you if you had a gat in the car? Uh, Shit. Yeah. John Moran dancing in your front seat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Life needs to just slow down. Yeah, I'm excited bit. for the summer. I feel like everyone's going to be a lot more calm. Yeah. Namely well, that, we, man. I think that this summer... He was on Edgeville Game 6. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. I've got a bad feeling about tonight. I'm going to kill the nation guy. I think this summer we should um, <laughs> really... I think we really should work on some some really fun things that the nation real life can do. Pickleball. Yeah. Mini golf for cash. Yep. I've still wanted to do that. I think it's a great <laughs> and idea. we should incorporate... Um, like a like taking a listener along with us. Oh, we're doing a home run derby. Things. Yeah, we are doing derby. that. That is a given. That is yeah, happening. happening. No I matter cannot what. wait to sit in the nation box and just drink and watch this whole thing happen. It's going to be awesome. We've we've like we've got it settled as to like how the BP is going to happen. Yep. The bats are going to work. Surveyor Brett said he might be able to crank it up and do BP for us. Says he hasn't thrown in a while, but he says it's probably like riding a Well, bike. we're going to need him to show up to one of my baseball practices and uh, yeah. give me a little tryout because we're not going to be wasting time here having him show up. And then he's throwing muffins at 35 that nobody yeah. can hit out of the park. Yep. We need to make sure he's between 50 and 55 and can get it over the plate. Because the longer it goes before he gets one over the plate, the more he will complain that he's getting tired and nothing yeah. to hit. Mm-hmm. Hear that, Brett? We just need a pitching, <laughs> a pitching machine. So, yeah, that's what I said. But that's, I mean, it's a pitching machine, but we think we can do it with somebody really good doing BP. Yeah, I think timing-wise, you want someone just throwing. I think It's way easier to, like, time because you can see the arm when it's releasing versus, like, a pitching machine where it's just, boom. Yeah. You. you don't know when it's coming and you don't you can't react to it until you actually see the ball leave the machine. Where when a pitcher's when a, when when a BP pitcher holds the ball up, you know, Kate, it's coming. You know yeah. what I mean? All right. So I'm just trying to get the details ironed out here. I um I'm starting to wonder if I'm wrong and he can do it. I think he can with a metal bat. As soon as you guys and said metal bat, I metal bat's making me question So we've myself, gone yeah. into the U thirteen fields these days and I hit fly balls to the kids from home. But I don't do it with a full swing because that would definitely clear those U13 fences. So I do it with one hand. Just like throw the ball up one hand with a bat. I put a couple out. That's what I mean. Like with a metal bat. How far is it? I don't, I don't know. Probably like 240. Probably like 240, 250. That's what I mean. Like when you guys changed it to a metal bat, that's yeah. when my opinion changes. Like, oh, you yeah. hit it out. 
I don't know. I don't know what Not to expect. Over the green monster. This is like this is like the age. I think old, he will. I this is like will. the age old bet. So we have a friend who is Mike Fugelberg, one of the like really good BMX bike rider, right? Like he raced BMX. He's really fast. And then we have a friend who like has Strava records in ten speed, right? Yeah. They had a bet as to who would win in a race from the length of a hockey arena, like a hockey rink from boards to boards, the long way. Mm-hmm. Now the smaller, the smaller wheelbase on the BMX is going to give you that bigger start, right? It's hard to get the big 10 speed going. We told him he couldn't use gears. He had to keep it in the middle gear. So he can't like gear down, gear up, gear up, gear up, gear up. He has to just stay in one gear. The bigger wheelbase is going to give you speed over time once you get up to that time, and it's going to be harder to keep the BMX going the full distance at the high rate of speed. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <laughs> so stupid. These are the type of things we talk about when we're having beers. Well, that's why uh, buddy bets are the best. The best. <laughs> um, I, I would give it to the mountain bike still. It's a ten speed. Yeah, thin tire. I would say t- I would say the ten speed. I'm just thinking Donkey Kong when I play Mario Kart. Yep. Okay, maybe it takes a little bit to get the big man moving, but then once he's going training, I it, figure that he'll be. I'll figure huh. that that the the BMX will be at center by the time the ten speed is between the ringette line and the blue line, and so that means he has to make up that amount of space. That's just yeah, that's too much to make up. It's a lot to make up, but that's what I think is going to happen. We still need to do it. This is like yeah. a two-year-old. Oh, it hasn't been done. No, it hasn't been done. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought we were going to get an answer here. Yeah, I thought no. you were like then we did the race. <laughs> no, we're going to set. We should set that up too. See, your Amtrak, you're worried about running out of things to talk about. Look at all the things we could be doing. Yeah, that's fair. We can just run some scenarios. What else you want on the real life fun summer? Well, I love mini playlist. golf. I love pickleball. I like. I want us to uh, go real golfing together. Real golf. We'll have the Oilers Nation sure. open too at some point, I guess. Right? Probably. Maybe. We should do a day drunk pub golf. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> Start at 11 on a Saturday? No, no, on like a Thursday. <laughs> work day, for sure. Burn it. Exactly. It is work. We'll say it's uh, inclusive training of... Maybe uh, some darts, 10 beer deep darts. Trip darts don't count? actual darts? No. Both. <laughs> actual yeah. darts. Both? Beer darts. Oh, my God. So ever since we've been talking about beer darts on this, I saw an invention. A guy actually made like beer dart holders that hold darts and like open the can and like do all these different things. And I was like, this guy's a genius. If that becomes like a pickleball style game where people actually, it's just like cornhole where everybody has one at the lake. Guy's going to make a lot of money. You can do company wide beer Olympics. Ooh, probably yeah. get some interesting What's that content? game called <laughs> where you put like a ski pole in the ground and then a, and then a beer. Yeah. Beer's and you can try to catch the can if it falls yeah. off. Yep. That's a fun one. So I have another, another game where you put like a, uh, a 12 inch garbage can in front in like where that would be and you throw a frisbee at it and if your player knocks it in with their hand oh, it's yeah. like it's it's like a, it's a point yeah. if the frisbee just goes straight in it's like two points if they hit the bucket it's one point okay no hit the bucket one knock it in two straight in straight three. in three if you miss I don't think it's anything if you miss you drink I think I think you do <laughs> yeah. I think you drink it's another fun game. Okay. So we got a bunch of summer activities. We got a lot of stuff yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah, we'll do a lot. All right. You know what? Well. Fuck hockey. I didn't even want to watch hockey anyways anymore. Nah, I want to go I hang out in the garden to with this you. Stuff. <laughs> I want to go watch your peas grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be waving a gun. Chalmers Garden. 
the day they start grabbing onto that ladder, onto that uh, trellis, boy, well, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> uh, before we wrap up this episode of the pod, got to give a shout out to Oodle Noodle, where you can pick up Oilers Nation stickers still, right? Oh, yeah. Just because the season's over doesn't mean we stop yeah. supporting Oodle Noodle and the Oilers Nation stickers. Come on. I could use a wonton soup today, if I'm being honest. Yeah, you were going at it last night. You know what? It's last. We got free shots. <laughs> we did get And free, free shots. dessert. And free cake. Shout yeah. out to Bill. Yep. So there you go. Like it was on the bill? It was not on the bill. I looked. I double checked because I thought they were going to bamboozle me. A guy named Bill bought us dessert. Did he know who you were or was he trying to make a move? Because a gentleman sending over cheesecake in my day meant there was more than a slice. This was a tiramisu. It was lovely. It was really nice. Yeah. Anyways, that's a wrap on uh, this week's Paired with my third double Caesar quite (laughs) nicely. Tiramisu and Caesars. You Mm -hmm. sold out? Yeah. <laughs> it used to be hood. Uh, now you gentrified. This episode of the podcast brought to you by AMA Travel is all wrapped up. We'll chat again on Thursday. Free- Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.